With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another night of broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. If you are generally sensitive to certain topics and or have spiritual beliefs that prohibit you from discussing or participating in certain topics of a sensitive nature, listener discretion is advised. And now, located in Nestle, in the bright golden studio of the soul of America Radio, I present to you right now,
America. You got your boy, Tony Stallings, live tonight. Didn't realize that I wasn't feeling that well until after I scheduled the show. Then all kind of stuff started happening, you know. I started feeling crazy. I don't know. Whatsoever it is, it's got to be fun. Welcome. It is November the 11th, 2012. And um, I can't, actually, I had no show schedule for tonight. I, I wasn't going to do a show tonight. I was minding my own business and uh, happened to look up at Facebook. And an hour later, I'm in a show. And I can't explain it. I was actually doing work on my computer. Here I am in a show. Um, basically, <laughs> something led me here. That is definitely why I am here, because something led me here. I didn't really have any. You know, and, and as a matter of fact, um, I've actually changed. Uh, I'm in. I, I had to get the keys to the studio and come open it up <laughs> so I could do this show. And um, so I'm. I'm. I'm actually in the studio, but actually I had. I, I've got another station, and so I, I had planned on broadcasting from that station. And um, from now on, but because of the hurriedness and the lack of preparation for the show, here I is, uh, actually, actually uh, in the in the same studio, um, and I'm actually doing stuff as we talk, as I talk to you, because I didn't have a chance to, a chance to prepare. How's everybody been since the elections? And uh, all that kind of stuff. And you know what? It's amazing to me. I, I didn't really give much notification of this show, and my lines are freaking packed. So apparently, this is something that you wanted to discuss, or either that or the title of my show led you to believe that I had something juicy. I don't know what it is, but welcome. I got a boatload of listeners out there it seems and hey i wanted to give shouts out to the listeners i haven't really been having a show it's been on my young ladies doing the oh hell no devil series and my man jay ficklin who has been doing a show on um the on actually abuse or domestic violence and just those two alone along with my I've been pretty much broadcasting my past shows. We are actually, we have almost tripled um, the listener base. I'm talking about we we went from hundreds a week, week to thousands a week and pretty much close to eight 9,000 a month. And it's, you know, I, I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Jay Thicklin has a show on... Um, domestic violence, and it is a very, very good topic to talk about and to have a platform on. And he is just a natural at it. He is very good at uh, hosting and uh, doing a show. 
uh, his show just automatically just shot above everybody else's show. And, in fact, um, I don't mind sharing with you that out of all the shows we've done on the Soul of America radio, and, and Oh Hell No Devil comes on Saturday at 8, eight o'clock, and these two young ladies are, are dynamic. They're holding the second spot now. But of all the shows we've ever done, Jay's show just came out the gate and just shot to the top, and the figures just rise and rise and rise. So he has a growing audience, and um, it is amazing. If you get a chance, check tomorrow night. Jay will be doing his show. Um, it's entitled Hope and Healing. A journey to wholeness, and the brother is anointed. Um, he actually has wonderful guests, um, real people. And if you are out there, or you know somebody that is dealing, even in a loose fashion, with any form of domestic violence, um, I would advise you to have them tune in tomorrow night at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Well, yeah, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, 9 Eastern. And you can listen in online like you are now, or you can go to www.soulofamericaradio and streamline it. I've got a new live streamline player on Soul of America Radio that allows you to just listen live while stream live. Um, so I guess I've got that set up on my page. Um, when you go to Soul of America Radio, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess I've I've got it configured. I know I do for his show. I guess it doesn't really matter which show. So you can go to any tab. You can go to where his show is and click live. And I'm I'm live right now. I'm streaming live through the Soul of America Radio dot com. Or you can check him out at three two three. Seven eight four nine six three eight, and uh, it is an absolutely wonderful show. And on Saturday nights, uh, I got two fired up sisters that are ministering the Word of God, and and basically in a teaching fashion. Uh, Tony and Evelyn are coming on every Saturday night. In case you've been missing them, you can go to soulofamericaradio.com and catch some of their past shows. There, there. Looks, look to the left when you go there. And you should see instructions on how to get to their page. And uh, they have been very dynamic. Those sisters are powerful in the Lord, and they teach you how not to. Uh, you know, the name of the show is Oh Hell No Devil. People don't. Some people trip, but um, the majority of people really love their show, and they get a lot of props and stuff like that. But anyway, now that I got all of that out the way. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to feel better. I was doing fine all day. Uh, in fact, it was a beautiful day. <clears throat> Got in, and um, I've been doing some work on my computer, and uh, it was a beautiful day. I went out and exercised and so forth uh, later this evening, and um, messed around and got on Facebook <laughs> and uh, saw these posts all over the place. And so I... I um, you know, wandered into that forest for whatever reason. And I got so fired up about the topic that I decided to do a freaking show. Don't ever get into a topic with somebody that has access to a radio station. I'm just telling you right now. If you want to call in uh, tonight's show, I I'm, I'm really don't have a topic. I'm moving to a five-day-a-week format of when I get into the new sh the new studios. 
And uh, I'll be broadcasting five days a week. And I will be having guests. Um, I really don't do topics. Tonight, feel free to call in with whatever you want to talk about. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of you out there I see just listening, and that's mostly what you tend to do. Uh, you can dial us up if you're listening online at 323-784-9638, and my new station will have a new number, so um, it, uh, it eventually will click over in a week or two. All of my commercials that I'm playing tonight are probably older, so I don't know what's coming up. <laughs> I don't know what you might hear. You might hear some Christmas stuff from last year. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm alone in the studio. I don't have an engineer tonight. I couldn't get a hold of uh, uh, somebody to handle the production part for me, so I'm pretty much by myself, alone in the studio. And um, I, th- I hope I'm alone because all the doors are locked and I don't see anybody moving around. So, uh, so anyway, that's how I got tonight. That that's how we got here tonight. And this thing, so I was so moved to talk about this and to get it out of my system that I I quit working and uh, on what I was working on and got up and scheduled a show. And I started it on my Facebook page. Anyone that knows me and had is friends and and you are friend of. A friend of mine on Facebook, you can probably go and see what the topic is, and I got a little carried away. Probably shouldn't even schedule the show. The minute I scheduled a show, I started feeling a little, little, little weird. You know, look like sickly, like. But I don't claim that in Jesus' name. I speak it. I don't. I don't claim it, and all that other stuff, right? So, uh, like I said, I'm gonna take breaks tonight. I got a couple of them lined up. I don't know what's gonna play. So hopefully I won't play Jay's commercial, <laughs> or I won't play the ladies' commercial. But it's enough for you out there that if I mess up, you can tell your friends and neighbors Tony messed up. And I'm I'm on a um, a mic that's got some static problems. So, but anyway, there you have it, people. And when I come back from this break, uh, we're gonna get into it a little bit more. I'm just not feeling it. That's why I got a show tonight. So uh, y'all take care. We'll be right back. And don't go nowhere. We're going to get right into it. Tell your friends and neighbors that Tony Stallings Live is on the air. Coast to Coast of America Radio. From the soul of America Stallings Live on SOAR, and you can also listen to Dr. Bo Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time or 9 Eastern. Dr. Bo, or Big Easy as we call him, helps us foster healthy relationships. Also, we've got a new show coming up called Oh Hell No Devil. It is a gospel show that's going to give you a raw edge on Christian gospel, the word. It's bold, it's powerful, it's raw. Not like you've ever heard before. So we've got some other programming issues coming up on the Soul of America Radio. Thank you for listening.
back to Tony Stallings Live, give me a call at 323-784-9638. And if you're listening by phone right now and want to speak, press 1.
And I think it is over now. Yeah, okay. I think I'm still broadcasting live. Let me look at my meter and see if it's moving. Yep, I'm still here. You're still there. Nobody has hung up. <laughs> That's a good sign. I guess that means that uh, that it's doing pretty good. And I, I wanted to say, man, I am I am so grateful. We're actually uh, we've always had out of country listeners, but um, like I said, it has really been um, picking up lately with these onset of the new shows, the new lineup. And I had a bunch of people on SOAR at one time, but I. You know, we're down to a few. Listen, here's what I want to get into tonight. My time is winding down. I only scheduled an hour show. Um, I was on Facebook earlier, and you know this election thing, man. We have all um, felt something from this election. Um, I, I think this was one of the most racially tensed elections that I've ever experienced in my life. And looking back over the history, it had to have been the only one because there has never been a black man that went up for re-election in the history of the United States. You know all this stuff about George Washington was black, Thomas Jefferson was black. That's fine, that's good, but they were white. <laughs> they might have been two-fifths black on their cousin's mama's side, but this is the first time a recognized African-American male came up for re-election, and oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, I grew up in Selma, Alabama, and um, growing up in Selma, Alabama, I can still remember in the 60s that at nighttime we were afraid to go out on sometimes, some nights in the early 60s, because the Ku Klux Klan actually rode on horseback throughout the city. And people that are listening from Selma know this to be true. The ones that are of my age or are greater, this is true. I can remember going into the alley with some older kids, and we'd throw rocks at them from the alley because every street in Selma used to have an alley, pretty much. I remember going into stores, it's a store it used to be a store up there across from Brown Drug Store. People from Selma know what I'm talking about. And if I went in there as a very young kid and, you know, there were some white kids in there, it was just naturally assumed he would ring them up first. It wasn't a big deal. He didn't call us names, he didn't call us the N word. He just rang the white kids up first and it was naturally known. In in Selma, um I remember getting threats at our house because my great-grandfather, Bishop I.H. Bonner, was president of the Bishop's Council at the AME Church. He actually gave permission. Now, I know there are books out there that indicate otherwise, but my great-grandfather gave permission for that church to be used, for Brown Chapel to be used in as civil rights headquarters. And I know that to be true because you had to get permission from the bishop. He was a bishop. Most of the other churches were afraid. And I'm going somewhere with all this. Hang with me. Hang with me. Most of the other churches were afraid because they had been threatened. You see, they knew something was going down. They knew people were meeting. They knew we were having this thing. And, and um, they didn't want to, a lot of people, churches had been threatened. 
I'm giving y'all some history tonight. <laughs> and so he allowed them to use Brown Chapel. That's why Brown Chapel was the one with the cell, with the bloody Sunday. You know, that's where their base was. That's where the meetings were. And we got death threats at my house, my residence. We were growing up. He lived there in, in the same house with us, and we would get we would get death threats. So I, I'm I'm a product of the '60s. I'm a product of fighting racism. I wasn't, I can't say I was on Bloody Sunday Bridge like everybody else. seems like the whole town now was on Bloody Sunday Bridge. Everybody you talked to, I was there. People that wasn't even born were there. Everybody that was alive during that time, swear to God, they were on that bridge. But that's another another show. I wasn't there. I was very young. Parents didn't want me in it. Martin Luther King wasn't there the first time they marched. You didn't know that, did you? He wasn't there the first time. He purposely stayed in Atlanta. Not that he was afraid or anything, but I believe the people around him knew something was going to happen. So I was a product of this. So fast forward now to the presidential election. 2012. Back up a little bit to 2008. Uh, that was one of the most pivotal points in my life to see a black man elected. And some of you, I know, I know a lot of people were thrilled, but some of you may not be as thrilled as others. See, I witnessed it. I I saw it. Some of the kids out there that may be listening, if you're younger, in your 40s or 30s, you may not be able to connect with that. But see, I did. My house was called and threatened. We were called niggers. Uh, I'm sorry to say that word, <laughs> but that's just the truth, the N-word. We were called that. I've had my house threatened. So I'm telling you that again to reinforce the fact that this meant something to me in 2008. I was sitting in my kitchen looking at TV when CNN projected him the winner. And yeah, yeah, I know, I'm I'm choking up now, but it's the truth. I was sitting there in the kitchen. I had the the light on over the stove. And I had a bowl of cereal. And I saw the words. My TV was down. I never in a zillion years thought Obama would win. I'm just being honest. I voted for him. I didn't think he would win. I never in a million years when I raised my head up thought I would see these words, those words I saw in that order. Saying, CNN, I'll never forget it, projects Obama, the winner. I didn't even finish my cereal. 
I must have jumped on the ceiling like Spider-Man. I must have gotten on my toes like Michael Jackson for about 10 minutes. I did a happy shout victory dance that they do in the church. You see, it meant something to me. So fast forward to... Okay, wow. Fast forward to uh, to this year, and um, all of the detention that was going on, all of the things that were happening. And realize that we were in a mess with racial tensions. It was a trip. Let me tell you, uh, one of my buddies um, over here wrote something out send something to me, LP, uh, who's a um, minister and a a, uh, a rapper that really has positive messages, Christian messages. And uh, he said here, uh, he sent me something on my page that said, this was written in, I'm going to read it verbatim, it was on my page. It says, written in 1912 by Israel Cohen, a British Jewish communist, the text first gained public notoriety June 7, 1957, during the debate, Civil Rights Act of 1957, when Republican Thomas Abernathy of Mississippi read a reputed quotation from it into the congressional record. And uh, I'm going to read the statement now. And I want to if, I want to let everybody know out there. I, I I see numbers on my board, and I know there are lots of callers. And I'm actually getting calls with caller ID. People see Blog Talk has what they call trolls. People that just call around and try to disrupt your show. And they have come up with ways to make caller IDs. And uh, I see some racial epithets sitting on my screen right now. So people have actually taken the time out to make names that are of a racial nature, I mean derogatory, so they would display on my board. God bless you, gentlemen and women. God bless you. Let me go back to my show. It says here on this statement, because I'm not going to stop it, it says, we must realize that our party's most powerful weapon is racial tensions. By propounding into the consciousness of the dark races that for centuries have been oppressed by whites, we can mold them to the program of the Communist Party. In America, we will aim for subtle victory. And this is by a British uh, Jewish communist that wrote this. While inflaming the Negro minority against the whites, we will endeavor to instill a white into the whites a 
a guilt complex for the exploitation of the Negro. We will aid the Negro to rise in prominence in every walk of life, in the professions and in the world of sports and entertainment. With this prestige, the Negro will be able to intermarry with whites and begin a process. With, and this was in 19, um, 1912 it was written. Let me go back to it now. In every walk of life, in the professions, in the world of sports and entertainment, with this prestige, the Negro will be able to intermarry whites and begin a process in which to deliver America to our cause. And he and in he writes down here: those people know what they're doing. This is what the election was about. Yeah, that's what it was about. This was one of the most racial elections, and this gets into my point. Um. <clears throat> It's very, very, very uh, tense out there. And here's what I, here's what drew me to the show tonight. Here's what actually got me to the show. I'm not going to do another commercial. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do another commercial. Um, but I will play some background music because I love background music. Y'all know that. People that know me know that. And all the racial folks hung up. <laughs> I'm not going to answer the phone. You know what? You're not going to stop this show tonight. I'm not even taking phone calls. I got. About, I had about maybe about 25 caller IDs show up with the, with derogatory words, N-word, all the things you can think of. They ain't nothing but Satan, you know? But let me go back into my show. Where was I? Oh, okay. Here's what happened. First of all, let me tell you that, yes, racism does exist. All right, let's just, let's just get that out in the open before I get into this. It does exist, and I'm going to try to lengthen my show out while we're talking. So it's not that it doesn't exist, and if I hang up, it's because I am trying to lengthen my show as I'm talking. So don't get that, raci- that racism doesn't exist. It does. In fact, I'm looking at a story where a woman uses the N-word, and the Secret Service contacted her because she has used the N-word. And they, uh, she was on on Facebook when she did that, apparently. Let me see if I can lengthen this show up. If I can't, cool. If not, whatever. I'm still going to end it at 10 anyway, I guess. All right, I'm trying, I'm trying to multitask here, people. And I think it worked. Okay. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. Okay. <laughs> got a little extra time to talk to you. Listen, now that I got this extra time, let me say this to these people that called up here before I continue my show. There is nothing you can do to prevent me from saying what I'm going to say tonight. You can call. You can have 50 lines tied up. I can hold a couple of hundred folks in here. So you can try to tie up as many lines as you want. You can call back to back. You can put up all the filthy crap you want that shows up on my screen. You know what I'm going to say to you? God bless you. Back to my show. Um, this woman, Denise Helms, 22 years old. 22 years old. 22, you will wonder why would a person 22 have such hate? But anyway, she... She said on her Facebook page, and I'm going to, well, I'm not going to say the word. She said, another four years of this N-word. She wrote on her Facebook page. She said, maybe we'll get him assassinated this time. 
22 years old, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, it still exists. But that's not what my show was about tonight. I'm not here to bash racism. I did that to lead up to a point. Here's where I'm going with this. The, the, the post on my Facebook page, I got a link saying, hey, don't eat at no more Papa John's tonight, uh, ever for, forever again. I got it from not just one person. I got it from countless numbers of people. It came across my uh, homepage. Don't eat at Papa John's anymore. They're racist. He lowered wages on everybody. First it said he lowered wages on all the black workers. Then it said he, he, he fired all the black workers. It just got worse and worse and worse. So the last post I saw had an article from um, Fox News. So I checked it out. And, and so the people that were posting this post were very, very, very felt strongly about it. I mean, not just one person. Several people felt very strongly about it. I'm not eating it. I'm not eating at Papa John's anymore. The hell with Papa John's. Matter of fact, I don't want pizza no more. And I would advise everybody on my Facebook page to stay away from Papa John. That's what they did. So being the inquisitive person that I am, I looked up the story, and it turns out that the owner, the CEO of Papa John's, actually back in August said, hey, wait a minute, if this Obamacare thing is coming up, I'm not going to be, it's going to cost me more money. So I'm going to have to raise the price of each pizza by 20 cents and possibly lower my employer's wages. But that, I don't think he did that. I think he just raised the price of a pizza by 20 cents. So I got all of these things that said, don't eat Papa John. They're racist. Just like that. They're racist. after I looked into it, I realized this man, that, that there's nothing here in this story that indicates he's a racist. And when I posted that on one young lady's page, whose name I'm not going to mention, she came on and told me to apologize to the people on her page for disrespecting them by saying that. I told her that's not going to happen. Block me. Delete me. I'm not apologizing for that. And that prompted this show. Let me, let me tell you something, everybody under the sound of my voice. I did not. Let me cut my music down. I want to make sure, make sure you hear this. I did not. Tony Stallings did not. In 2008 or 2012, vote for President Obama because he's black. Did I say something wrong? I did not vote for him because he's black. And if you voted for him because he's black, shame on you. Those people died 
for the right to vote back in the 60s. And I'm not going to disrespect them by abusing that privilege and that right, not privilege, that right, by doing the same thing we wouldn't want our counterparts to do. Am I making any sense? If we don't want white people to vote for people because they're white, why in the heck would we vote to put somebody in office because he's white? I mean black. Doesn't make sense. I'll be right back after this message. I got to deal with some stuff on my board. And racial tensions are rising because I'm still getting a lot of crazy stuff on my board. I'll be right back after this. Take care. If you're listening by phone right now and want to speak to the host, you can press 1. If you're listening on the Internet and want to join in on the conversation via phone or listen, you can dial 323-784-9638. That's 323-784-9638. You can listen or you can join in by pressing 1 right here on the Soul of America Radio.
That's tight. <laughs> That's tight. Give me just a few more minutes to him. I got to do something. Just, just a 30 more seconds. Everybody, I got a, I got a, I got a couple of staff members heard me on the air and came into the, to the station. Yes, I have overcome. <laughs> oh man, a couple of staff is in here. That's good, man. Maybe we can get some stuff done. Get all these things off my board. All that kind of crap. Woo. Oh man, it's been a long one. But anyway, um. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Let me know when you're going to do that. <laughs> oh, my, I'm, I'm no longer really controlling the board, y'all, and so that's kind of... Appreciate that, though. <laughs> okay, back where I was, I was talking about this election, and um, I started getting a lot of uh, this stuff about the pizza guy, and uh, let me just explain to you. Everybody that... Uh, just because... A white person, I didn't want to say this, but just because a white person disagrees with Obama or did not vote for Obama doesn't mean that they're a racist. Let me let that marinate. Let me let that soak in. Because I want you to get this tonight. I have a platform and I'm going to use it. White people aren't racist necessarily. I mean, I'm sure there are a few. But it doesn't make them a racist if they don't vote for Obama. Mitt Romney is not a racist because he ran against Obama. Can I get a witness? Can I get one witness? I just got a text. <laughs> Seriously, folks. Get over this mentality. Like my brother sent this little text to me on my page, and you can read what he sent to me on my Facebook page where we were talking about this, this where you can see my post. Go down and look for LP's post. Listen. This was a very racially tension uh, event. Almost calculated. Listen, do not let this sway you in another direction. We got black people arguing with black people. Yes, some of the white people are mad. It, it appears to me, when I'm looking on Facebook, it appears as though we're split right down the middle. I'm just going to be honest with you. But just, and you know what? Coming from the background I come from, yeah, it, it, it does in the back of my mind when I see somebody saying with hate, how much they hate that Obama made it. Yeah, I think racial sometimes. I'm just being honest. 
but the Christ in me. Won't allow me to hate that person. I disagree with them, but I don't hate them. I don't like them. Do you know I've been deleted off of some people's Facebook page because of the fashion I chose to celebrate? President Obama's election. We've gone through thick and thin together, some of some of the people I'm talking about. And they, they were white people. We've gone through thick and thin together. But when I celebrated Obama's election, I was deleted. At the same time, there were some white people that showed me love, even though they voted for Romney. I've got several of them that reached out to me and said, hey, Tony, let's don't let's don't divide like this. I don't like this. I don't like this division. Let's let's show some love to each other. Man, I was, at the time I was so caught up in the you know, the celebrating, it didn't didn't click to me. But they were seeing what my brother was talking about. This racial tension, which in according to this article he believes came about years ago. What now? You know, this, this president has gotten more death threats than any other president. Is it because he's black? Probably. Does it matter? Of course it does. But what can we do? We're going to hate everybody that's anti-Obama and call him a racist? I think we're helping to create this racial tension. Yeah, there are always bigots out there. There are black bigots. There are white bigots. There are green bigots. There are yellow bigots. They're always out there. It's just nonstop. But guess what, people? I'm going to blow your socks off now. There are some black people <laughs> that voted for Romney. Now, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. There were black people that voted for Romney. One gentleman was on another talk show that comes on at night that I listen to here on Blog Talk, and um, I forgot his name, Uh, some kind of fancy name for black Republican. And this brother was as conservative as Rush Limbaugh. He couldn't stand anything about Obama. Nothing. But his his point really bothered me because he started asking people on the show that would come on and defend Obama, tell me one thing he did that makes you want to vote for him. And do you know the only thing people come up with was Osama bin Laden? That's what bothers me. People are, 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 this guy got on there, very intelligent gentleman, and started asking him. He said, well, I can tell you why I'm voting for Romney, this, 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 and this. He said, okay, tell me some accomplishments 
He's done. Tell me some stuff he's done for the country. Oh, it got quiet. You could hear crickets. Cricket, 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 cricket. There were at least four people on the line at that call. Nobody could say nothing. So he assumed, well, you must have voted for him then because he's black. Oh, they raised hell. They, oh, no, uh-uh, hell, no, uh-uh, why would I vote? Well, they, he couldn't get any reason out of them. They knew nothing about Obama except how to spell his name. They knew his wife was beautiful. His kids was cute. He was a nice fellow. They knew he killed Osama bin Laden. They knew about Obamacare, but that was it. But they had plenty of complaints on Romney. Don't get me wrong. I voted for President Obama. Let's just clear that up right now. I voted for President Obama. But right is right. I honestly, deep in my heart, it would really be a shock to me if if a man of color ever got into that White House again. I'm not going to say it won't happen because nothing is impossible, but I would be totally shocked. But if we put somebody in there, it needs to be on the issues, not skin color. How would you feel if a group, okay, if a group of people got together white people, and decided we're going to vote for Romney for one reason, because he's white. Now, of course, nobody says that. Nobody mentions that. Nobody would agree to that. Nobody, not with even in ourselves, not with even in the black race, we won't admit that we voted for, for that. But believe me, I've listened to a lot of talk shows for that for that very purpose. There are few and far between that you find people that actually know the issues, that actually know what Obama did, that actually kept up with what he did and, 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 and how he was in touch with the middle class. There were some things he did I didn't like. This gay rights thing, but this is political, people. Politics plays a big role in this. Not that I have anything against people that are that are gay. I don't. But I disagree with some of the things he agreed with. But on the other hand, I mean, that's just my, you know, that's just my thing. But at the same time, you have to have a reason to put a candidate in office. So that's, that, that was, that, that, that's two things that really, really got under my skin. The fact that they are posted on Facebook, oh, God, don't say it, Tony. Don't say it. Don't say that. Pull up, son. Pull up. Don't say that. The fact that they are putting that crap on Facebook without any kind of solid foundation really burns me up. This man has a business. And and then some sister throws this at me. It's hidden racism, Tony. And I grew up, I said, like I said in Selma, <laughs> there is no such thing as hidden racism. Just like there's no such thing as reverse discrimination. Discrimination 
is discrimination. You can't hide racism. Now, you can try to mask it. You can let your actions display it and not verbally say anything. But let me clear this up also. Everybody that voted for Obama is not racist. Let me tell you something I learned in Selma, Alabama. Racism has to do with power. doesn't have anything to do with anything else. It means that I have authority over you, and I exercise that authority, basically governmental authority or uh, a work or whatever, anywhere I can be uh, you're submissive to me in a nature where I have control over you, and I use that control for racial reasons. To, to, to segregate, to to exercise or dominate control because of your race, that's racism. Otherwise, it's prejudiced. So get it right. It's prejudiced. And, and if this man raised his pizza 20 cents because he said he couldn't afford to pay for Obamacare, I don't know that man's financial situation. You might say it was a dumb financial mistake, but it is not. something, and I couldn't find nobody on that page to tell me it was why it was racism. Nobody, not one person, that they could try to kick me out, they can talk, they can talk, they can say all kind of stuff to me, but nobody was able to tell me how it was racism. Nobody. Zero, nada, zip. Nobody. Because I said, if it, at worst, it's a, it's, a, it's a financial move for him. But I'm not going to stop eating Papa John's pizza. A lot of people don't like them. I like the pizza. I'm not going to do it. Why should I stop eating his pizza? Because you think he's a racist. I'm going to say this as respectfully as I can. Screw that. If you think he's a racist, you quit eating his pizza. I tell you what, if he came out and said, I am no longer, I'm going to lower wages on my black employees, and I'm going to raise pizzas for the people that are calling in that are black, that's when your boy will be putting on his hat and his boots, and you wouldn't, Papa John wouldn't be in my vocabulary any longer. Not at all. Wouldn't have nothing for him. Just the way it is. So I did this whole show to get that point across. Listen. Listen to me. Listen. Listen. These shows go into podcasts on iTunes, and they're available all over the world. And I get thousands and thousands of people that go back and listen to these archives. I wanted this platform tonight for this topic, not necessarily for the people that are listening now, you two, 
there there's lots of people listening, not necessarily for you right now, but I, I I see a lot of people out there holding you, not wanting to talk, and that's cool. But I do this for the thousands of people that's going to be listening to this years from now. Because once they go out in the podcast world, it's never drifted away. And somebody could be listening to this thing in 2016. There's a right way to vote, and there's a wrong way to vote. You know, it's okay to say go vote. That was the end thing on Election Day. That made you popular. You were cool. You was it was the black thing. It was together. Yes, my brother, go vote. People died. People died. Go vote. But get on there and say you're voting for Romney. Oh, you'd have gotten cussed out. People would have been talking about you, man. You'd have been. Let me tell you, I'm just, I'm just being honest. Now, of course, it wouldn't have been on Facebook. I mean, of course, people. But deep down inside, you're the enemy to them. But guess what? That man that died, those people that got beat to death in Selma, Alabama, those people that had bloodshed, those children that were running back to Brown Chapel Church in tear gas, seeing their parents bloody, they did that for you to vote for anybody. Just vote. But don't base it on color, please. I respect the office of president too much. And to be honest with you, had Barack Obama, President Barack Obama, ran against a candidate that I thought would lead us in a better direction, I might have did another vote. I might have voted differently. I'm I'm basically Democratic, but I'm not nailed to it. I vote on the issues. I vote on the person. President Barack Obama has my respect. President Barack Obama got my vote. Because I didn't like what Romney was saying, basically. So anyway, people, I tell you what. I'm going to take a quick break. Be right back. We're going to wrap this up. Don't go nowhere. And I'm going to come right back. We're going to wrap this thing on up. So hang tough with me for another couple of minutes. I'm not going to go to 1130. I'm going to cut this thing off after we come back from the break. I'm tired, too. We'll be right back, and we're going to wrap this thing up. Hang with me. And tell your friends and neighbors they missed it, but it'll be on archives. I'll be right back. I'll be right back.
and you know me as Thelma from the TV show Good Times. And I am hanging out with Tony on the soul of American Radio. Welcome back to Tony Stallings Live. Remember, if you're holding right now on the phone and want to speak to Tony, press 1. If you're listening via Internet and want to call in, the number is 323-784-9638. And you're listening to SOAR. your host and we're wrapping this thing up tonight it's been a blast man my staff came in about <laughs> about 30 minutes before I ended it but I really appreciate it and um, I'm, go- I'm moving to a five day format move to uh, get into the other studios and get things worked up and go from there uh, as you know I've had some illness in the family and uh, that's something I've given over to God, and uh, it's working out a lot better for me. So I want to encourage you tonight to look beyond what we've been talking about all night. I've gotten it out the way now. I'm not going to do any more ranting about that. We've been through that enough. It was a strain, man. It took a lot. I could tell they put a strain on President Obama. I can imagine it did. So anyway, tonight, I want you, tomorrow is um, Veterans Day, so make sure, is it Veterans Day? Yes, Veterans Day. Hey, it's Veterans Day. (laughs) We're celebrating it tomorrow. Uh, Hats off to all the men and women out there that represent our country. And I really appreciate all that you do for our country. God bless you. I've never been involved in the services, but I admire you guys. You got a tough job. So keep that up. Keep that frame of mind, y'all. Can't we all just get along? Huh? Can't we all just get along? Y'all, look, it's been a blast tonight, and I am so glad that you decided to to, uh, listen to me tonight. I've got tons of listeners out there that just wanted to listen, I imagine, and I really appreciate that. Uh, I always welcome the listeners. No one is ever required to talk. In fact, normally I don't even take calls. But I'm so thankful that that you all came aboard. And I'm going to bring this show to an end. It's been a blast, everybody. Um... Anything else I need to report? <laughs> Tomorrow night, be sure to listen to Mr. J. C. 
Ficklin with his show, Hope and Healing. It is a it is one of our most powerful shows. People, I've gotten lots of letters and uh, emails and so forth about that show from all over, all over. I've had people contact with people um, that um, that actually were going through things. And I referred them to, to Jay Thicklin. You can actually go to soulofamericaradio.com, look to the left, and see Hope and Healing. Click on that, and you can leave Jay a confidential message. Just scroll to the bottom. You can leave him a confidential message there through our contact system, and he will uh, get back in contact with you. Great resource. Hey, everybody, it's been real. I'm Tony Stallings. i got to get out of here, and we're going to get you on some Parliament Funkadelic as we leave. Take care till next time. All right, we love you, and uh, give us a call next time. I'm going to be, check out Soul of America Radio for more information about my show. Hit me up on Facebook, the whole nine. Love you all. Thanks, LP, for this uh, knowledge you laid down on me tonight. Thank you for the listeners tonight. And even thank the people that called in and gave me these racial epithets on my board. God bless you.
Talk Radio from the soul of America Radio. You're listening to Tony Stallings Live on SOAR. And you can also listen to Dr. Bo Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time or 9 Eastern. Dr. Bo, or Big Easy as we call him, helps us foster healthy relationships. Also, we've got a new show coming up called Oh Hell No Devil. It is a gospel show that's going to give you a raw edge on Christian gospel, the word it's bold, it's powerful, it's raw. Not like you've ever heard before. So we've got some other programming issues coming up on the Soul of America Radio. Thank you for listening. We're heading back to Tony Stallings Live. Give me a call at 323 784 9638. And if you're listening by phone right now and want to speak, press 1.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.